Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. We had a violent matter brought to a closed by Columbus police yesterday morning, uh, shortly before this show began. Uh, It is not getting national headlines. I do not know if it will, but it has some remarkable similarities to a similar incident in Columbus from April the 20th that did get national headlines and remains unresolved for some, well, (laughs) I can't say it's for some unknown reason. I know the reason. It's just not a good reason. Uh, why the officer in the Micaiah Bryant shooting has not yet been cleared and honored for his heroism in saving a life. Uh, Yesterday morning, a man in a domestic dispute wielding a knife was fatally shot by a Columbus police officer after police say an attempt to disable him with a taser was unsuccessful. Now, you remember uh, when Micaiah Bryant was unfortunately uh, shot by a Columbus police officer on April 20th as she threatened another person with a knife, the hue and cry uh, from... um, naysayers, uh, people who never think a police shooting of a black person is or could ever be justified, uh, was that the officer should have attempted to tase her first. Uh, Why wasn't a taser used? Uh, Yesterday, police were dispatched to a call from a woman in an apartment in the 2400 block of Kimberly Drive. Uh, They were met outside when they arrived by the woman who said that a man with whom she was in some sort of a relationship had made direct threats toward her with a knife. Uh, The man then came outside wielding the knife, uh, lending veracity to the woman's complaints. The officers tried to get him to put down the knife, but he was agitated. He refused. He tried to uh, threaten the woman again, or did threaten the woman again. So they tried to use the taser on him. Uh, The taser failed or at least the attempt to subdue him failed. A little bit unclear from this report uh, as to whether or not the taser misfired, didn't fire, fired, but he wasn't debilitated. Uh, But any reason, the the guy didn't go down, and so the officers fired several times and shot him. Now, everything about this, everything about this is virtually the exact same circumstances as the circumstances that precipitated and led to Micaiah Bryant's death. Everything. This guy, like her, threatened someone with a knife. So what's the difference? The officer fired both people with the knife in their hand, threatening others, ended up dead. This guy's not 16. He's not female. I don't even know if he's black. His nationality's never mentioned. His ethnicity's never mentioned. 
but there's no attention paid this. There's enormous attention paid the other. Now, I understand, you know, it's not common for a teenage girl to be shot to death by a police officer. But the reason why this gentleman, well, this person was shot and why she was shot are exactly the same because they were threatening someone else with a knife. When you threaten someone else with a knife in the presence of a police officer, you dramatically escalate your chances of being shot to death. It doesn't have anything to do with what your race is. It doesn't have anything to do with what your gender is. It doesn't have anything to do with anything other than you have a knife in your hand and somebody else is in danger from that knife in your hand. So why is that officer from April not yet cleared? I would assume the officer in this case better be cleared. And if, I'll tell you right now, if this guy is not African-American, if this criminal is not African-American, or maybe a woman, if it's just an average white person of Hispanic, Asian, or Anglo-Saxon ethnicity, this will be put to bed in, what, a month at least? No longer. Yet we've gone May, June, July, August, September. We're five months plus on the officer in the shooting of Makai Bryant. No word from the Franklin County Prosecutor's Office. None. That's shameful. Now, there are police officers who deserve to be uh, behind bars. Two of them are. Um, Two Columbus uh, officers who were... uh, in the Narcotics Bureau, and look, they saw an easy way to make a buck, and they betrayed their training, and they are now being uh, prosecuted, and they should be prosecuted. Uh, Officers Marco Marino and John Kochkowski were hooked up with fentanyl and Mexican drug cartels and all this kind of stuff, and they were arrested, and I'm not a blind supporter of cops. I'm not looking for a way out on these guys. They... They should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. I look at circumstances only. I don't look at race. I don't look at anything other than what did they do and is what they did worthy of the punishment that they are facing. In the case of these two Columbus police officers, yes. In the case of the two separate shooting incidents of people with knives, answer no. And in the case of... uh, Marine Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller, who is behind bars today, the answer of whether or not he deserves to be there is an unequivocal no. But he is behind bars, and you have the opportunity to support him uh, by going to the following website, Pipe, Pipe, P-I-P-E, Pipe Hitter, H-I-T-T-E-R, Foundation, Pipe Hitter, foundation.org. Lieutenant Colonel Scheller is the officer who, in the immediate aftermath of the humiliating withdrawal from Afghanistan and the murder of 13 American servicemen, went on social media and recorded a video titled To the American Leadership. He sent a message to senior military leadership saying that they needed to take responsibility for their failures. 
He knew he was violating military protocol. He felt it was necessary to show the failure of leadership at the very top. Not just Joe Biden, but of Mark Milley, Lloyd Austin, and the other officers under their command. So he is now uh, in the brig, solitary confinement. They are doing to him what they're doing to the people who tried to stage a coup by selfie on January the 6th, daring to walk into the Capitol, which their tax dollars provides. Some were idiots who busted their way in, broke barricades, assaulted officers. A lot of them were just looky-loos, curiosity seekers. There's a delineation between the two. Some should be prosecuted. Some have served far many more months in solitary confinement just because they're guilty of the unforgivable crime of voting for Trump. Here is Stuart Scheller's parents last night on Tucker Carlson, welcomed to the show by Tucker Carlson. Let me try that one more time because I had my audio uh, tab down. Sorry. Stuart Scheller's father and Tucker Carlson welcomed him to the show and asked him a question. Tell us first how your son's doing. We don't know. Uh, He is in prison tonight, Tucker. He's been in prison since Monday. We talked to him for two minutes on Monday, and he gave us two messages. He said, call my attorney, and we did. And he said, tell everyone. And so we appreciate you having us on. We appreciate you allowing us to reach out to your listeners because this story is outrageous and it needs to be told. Okay, so there's a dichotomy here between uh, people like Bradley Manning who walk away from their unit and who are embraced by the left as heroes and then someone who has served with distinction for 17 years like Stu Scheller who comes to the aid of his comrades in arms who were blown up at the Abbey Gate at the Kabul airport, and he's demanding accountability from senior military leadership. The one is a deserter and a criminal extolled as a hero. One is an actual hero who puts a $2 million pension on the table, knowing full well that he's kicking it away, knowing full well he's likely going to be marginalized, prosecuted, and made an example of. Uh, One is cowardice, Bradley Manning. One is courage, Stu Scheller. Stu Scheller will be made to pay for what he did unless the American people stand up and demand that he be exonerated and let go. So you have that opportunity by going to the website that I just gave you, which is pipehitterfoundation.org, and also by calling your congressman and your senator and saying, I want this guy out of the brig. I want this guy not court-martialed. I don't want this guy's life ruined because he said what should have been said, and he demanded the accountability that we are not getting from Mark Milley, Lloyd Austin, and others. So I'll have more from that interview and more from the questioning of uh, those two top guys on the military side of the Joe Biden administration next on the Bruce Woolley Show. All 
All right, I promised you I'd give you the details on a Meet the Candidate night Sunday in the Olentangy District. I want to make sure I have the exact right location before I give that to you, so I will provide that to you on the uh, front side of the first segment in the noon hour. Our number is 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989 here on the Bruce Hooley Show. You can always send me an email, bruce at 989theanswer.com. You can leave a message for us after hours, uh, which uh, many of you have done. Uh, One I received yesterday about the Ohio Leadership Forum for the Republican Senate candidates in the state of Ohio. Uh, I've made the mistake before of saying that every candidate will be there. I mean, it's impossible to have every candidate there because there are so many candidates and you don't want to take away from the ones that are viable. And I'm not saying some are not viable. I'm just saying that at this juncture, I want to give people the most accurate picture you can of the people who have uh, the greatest reach in the race so far. So we have added, confirmed, uh, Senator Matt Dolan to the stage for the event October the 24th at Genoa in Westerville. Matt Dolan, Mike Gibbons, Bernie Moreno, Jane Timken, J.D. Vance, Josh Mandel. They will be there. Hugh Hewitt will moderate. It's a big-time event. 7 to 9, you get a chance to watch all of them on the stage as Hugh questions them one by one, and then we'll be joined later on in the evening, 7 to 9, I said, by Aaron Bear of Center for Christian Virtue. And I'm sure Aaron will bring to the table questions about uh, matters of faith, pro-life issues, uh, things of that nature. So why don't you have your tickets? Get in now, 989theanswer.com, 989theanswer.com. Uh, I hope we continue to hear a lot more on Capitol Hill about Lieutenant Colonel Stu Scheller, the Marine, who, yeah, he went rogue. He recorded a message on social media that military leadership needs to be held accountable. Somebody needs to resign. Somebody needs to put their job on the line for the failed withdrawal from Afghanistan. Now, I've watched the testimony on Capitol Hill. You've probably watched it, too, or seen news clips. Mark Milley, Lloyd Austin. What's clear is Joe Biden lied, which should be our default assumption every time the man opens his mouth. He lies regularly. Oh, the Trump lies offended the mainstream media. The Biden lies, they don't offend the mainstream media. The Biden lies get young military service personnel blown to smithereens. They cost a lot of people, I think it's reasonable to say, their lives. Remember all the, oh, Trump, COVID, he's killing people. Keith Olbermann said Trump should be arrested for a count of murder for everybody who died from COVID. Andrew Cuomo shouldn't have been. Trump should have been. Now, We clearly have people who can't get the hospital care they want because hospitals are short-staffed, not because hospitals are overrun by COVID patients. If hospitals are overrun, it's because they're short-staffed. And why are they short-staffed? Because of Joe Biden's vaccine mandates. I just told you about a story in the Columbus Dispatch by Ken Gordon that we don't have enough home health care workers. People like my mother in the late stages of her life, They need somebody to come in, look in on them, make sure they're okay, make sure they haven't fallen, make sure they can get fed, make sure they take their meds, make sure they're bathed. We don't have enough of those kinds of workers. 
In this long story in the dispatch, nothing is mentioned about vaccine mandates. Interestingly, and I knew it wouldn't be, but I did click on the comments. I wanted to find out. Does anybody else think like me that maybe this is because of Joe Biden's vaccine mandates? Very first commenter says this. I worked half my professional career as a physical therapist in the home health care sector. I have the utmost respect for the work these people do. It's not an easy job. The vast majority of them do it as a labor of love. I would love to see them better compensated. What this article failed to mention, not surprisingly, as the dispatch has become just another sounding board for leftists, is that Biden's vaccine mandates will only worsen the problem of staffing in this field. I've read the vaccine rate for minorities. It ranges anywhere from 10 to 30 percent. So now they have to choose between being employed and getting vaccinated. This won't end well, and the people needing these services will also suffer from bad policies. Mm-hmm. That's all on Joe Biden. But oh, no, he's not getting anybody killed. No, he's building back better. Sure he is. And his military generals, they're not resigning. Stu Scheller's in prison. He called on them to resign. But Mark Milley, Lloyd Austin, they're fine. They're fine. Uh, What is Stu Scheller guilty of? Well, the official charge will be, I don't know, treason. Uh, But here is Stu Scheller's father on with Tucker Carlson last night saying what his son is really and truly guilty of. Probably a, a, a week or two ago, or maybe it was a week ago, they put him under a gag order. They took away his right to uh, post, to talk on social media, to email, to text. Uh, he yeah. shared it with America. Uh, and he knew this weekend when he posted again. And broke silence. And he broke his silence that they were probably going to arrest him on Monday. So he is a, a very intelligent man. Uh, he, he understands what's going to happen to him. We have been, uh, so he, he broke chain of command. His crime was speaking truth to power, and power couldn't handle it. That's exactly right. He spoke truth to power, and power couldn't handle it. There is no room for dissent in this country right now. And you better not dissent on abortion, on transgenderism, on homosexuality on indoctrination of kids in public schools, on the failures in Afghanistan, on masks, on vaccines. Mm -mm. No. They're drawing the line so they can identify the dissenters, the people who won't go along. Remember? Remember when we loved our home health care workers and our doctors and nurses and the people on the front lines and oh they were covid heroes right they're out there every day they're the covid heroes well aren't they still out there every day yeah except now if they're not vaccinated they're anti-vaxxers and we can't let them come to work anymore they're not heroes anymore they're doing the same thing they're serving the same people with the same interests, with the same heart with the same attitude 